Welcome to Rip Comic Podcast. It's Comic Book Wednesday, November 11th. From Dark Horse Comics, True Lives, Fabulous Killjoys, National Anthem number two. A violent, inhuman police force is hot on Killjoy's leader Mike Milligram's trail as he speeds down the highway on his way to recruit his brainwashed team. One member has become an unassuming middle school teacher and begins to find strange evidence of how far their enemy's reach is and their control on reality. From Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance, the original inspiration for My Chemical Romance's Danger Days. All right. Uh, I think all of us were pretty, uh, you know, pretty, pretty much surprised on, uh, or maybe not surprised, but I think, you know, number that number first issue, uh, you know, and it was funny. We all got, got the, that, that same variant one. Uh, it actually uh, was pretty, pretty cool. Uh, what we're looking at right here is the national anthem issue two. It's the first cover. And it seems like uh, someone is trying to keep from, throwing up <laughs> that's cover a uh, he might have seen the Tadwick Bozeman cover of spawn and this is cover b this is uh i think oh, this wow. is the one that uh richard was uh kind of talking about obviously it doesn't seem like it has all the the art uh, the wording and stuff like that but or is it a virgin cover oh uh, there you go could be could be this is a kaluna cover it, uh, very, very much. Uh, I don't know what, what, what would, what. I don't know what kind of art, because there's different art styles that we end up finding out as the series plays on, on the different covers and stuff like that. I don't know if that one reminded you of any art movement or art. Gorillas. Style. The gorillas. Gorillas. Okay. Okay. Um, this is the other cover. I, I don't know. I the only thing when I first saw it, I thought of it was like some kind of Waldo. Where's Waldo type cover. But obviously, there's all these characters, and they're all hiding amongst this crazy-looking forest. And um, I don't know. I, I really dug this cover. It's cover C, I think. It's cover C by Moto Hero. I don't know. I, I like cover C. Um, for that person uh, doesn't use watercolors. <laughs> for Dark Horse Comics and stuff like that. Any any particular? I, I know Richard favored that cover B. Uh, what do you, what, well, let's go ahead. Well, what, what cover are you hoping they carry cover a B or C? You know what, I, actually, I actually like cover a, so, um, there you go. I didn't realize that that was a variant cover of the black and white one. And that was the cover that they carried, um, at my comic book store. So I'm actually, you know, that looks cool. Uh, I like the, I like the throw up. There you go. That, and that is the, uh, Leonardo Romero cover. And I and I have to say, um, oh, his artwork is phenomenal in the book. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the the first issue is one of the ones that I mean, I didn't know what to expect. I wasn't planning on getting it, but when I saw it there, I was like, you know what? Let me let me try that out. Um, and I got it, and I read it. And I remember I was like, dude, wow. I mean, it, it got to it. It made me get the that trade paperback of the the California one. Um. I'm glad I did because I read that one and I was like, wow, this is like it was uh, I, I enjoyed it. Um, it was, it was definitely forward. a surprise. It was it was really cool uh, book uh, from Dark Horse Comics. True Lives, Fabulous Killjoys, National Anthem, number two. Uh, just taking a quick glance at some of the other uh, issues that we saw from Dark Horse. I think 
I really like uh, Trapper Keeper version. Yep, Cover B Trapper Keeper version of Bill and Ted or Doom number three. It's a three of four. Um, I don't know if they were actually if they had other Trapper Keeper covers or they were doing different covers and stuff like that. But uh, definitely the the Trapper Keeper. uh, Actually, it's a Crapper Keeper. Yeah, I was about Uh, to say. Yeah, the Crapper Keeper cover is is definitely one of these books. You know what? This is going to be the uh, uh, Ice Cream Man number 20. This is what's going to yeah. happen. Everybody's going to like, oh, my God, I need to get the, the, the Trapper Keeper looking book uh, uh, cover. Next on the list, it actually boils down to it's, it's going to be IDW. And the book that I'm kind of uh, taking a look at, it's going to be this one right here. Scarant Hood. Number one from IDW. That's uh, Nick Nick Roche and Chris O'Halloran. Halloran. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is this one about? To do list: drop kids at preschool, grab coffee with other parents, go ghost hunting in woods, fight demonic entity, collect kids, nap time. With their kids away on a field trip, a group of parents disturbs an ancient evil buried beneath the old church hall unearthing a decades-old mystery about missing child and inviting something hungry into their lives. Suddenly, their mornings go from playdates and peanut allergies to a battle for the souls of one broken family and one child in particular. What scares you the most, fighting demons or letting your kids down? Nick Roche, Transformers, The Reckless Saga, The Wrecker Saga, sorry, Spider-Man, Renew Your Vows, and Chris O'Halloran, Ice Cream Man, have the answers in shops November 11th, 2020. Uh, Chris O'Halloran, uh, obviously, he's got a little, there's a, there, it, it, stuff that he's been coming out with has been pretty hot with the Ice Cream Man and stuff like that. Uh, this is something that ventures uh, probably not that far from what they've been doing or what he's been doing. There's actually, I think, two, two kind of, there's two creators I believe that are, that are working on that, on the book. The other creator actually has something that's going to be coming out in January, if I'm not mistaken, but this is one of those books that, you know, this could easily be considered in one of that pool. Is it pool box worthy and stuff like that? Uh, IDW. uh, I think this is a a great way for, for this kind of series to, to make its way. If you are in uh, familiar with the type of stuff that, uh, that IDW comes up with, uh, this might be a pleasant surprise. Uh, you can't go wrong with what we've been seeing here with the, uh, uh, I guess, the co-creation uh, of this. But maybe it's just in creator form and he has Nick Roche uh, doing the writing and the artistry. Uh, it could be an idea from uh, from Chris O'Halloran. So uh, that's why I'm picking uh, Scarlet Hood number one. I can see why you picked it. That 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 is almost like down our alleyway of you know, especially uh, with some revelations happening recently. <laughs> it might hit a little bit closer to home than we thought. But oh, oh yeah, uh, these are some other issues. We're taking a quick glance at IDW and what other uh, offerings that they have. Uh, the Bionic uh, trade paperback looks uh, pretty cool. I like the the, the cover, the artwork. Anyway, so these are some different books that, that IDW has going on. I think the uh, Dungeons and Dragons is always kind of a cool thing, especially in its when you see those tribute uh, pages. 
Um, so is that the the second printing? Is that uh, Adventures in Babysitting, or was that the cover of Goonies? Uh, which that they're of, of on Voyage to the Stars? Yeah, oh, that's Goonies. That's a Goonies. That's cover. Goonies, right? Yeah. Yep. And then, hence, what was that other one? Uh, number three is uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, or which one's that? Yes. Raiders, yeah. Original Raiders of the Lost Ark. But but the thing is, if you go through all their old books, their, their covers, they're, they're actually all, they pay homages to a lot of uh, stuff. I don't know if this one is just a regular cover. I think I was pretty much spot on when I said that it's, it's the, uh, oh, we can burn these. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say weekend at Biden's. Yeah, weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> yeah, how, how much of it I'm is sorry. more the homage word. of the covers that are selling and driving the books? Because the people are going crazy for these uh, homage covers. Comic book stores are actually picking up these and 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 stocking them and stuff like that. Hey, if it if it if it if it ties into a great book, then hey, great. I mean, I haven't actually tried the series. Maybe it's something like I think we had actually talked about maybe doing something in that regard of trying out something that we wouldn't have. Yeah, that we normally wouldn't have. That might be something that we yeah. can kind of explore at a later date. Yeah. So for IDW Publishing, Scarent Hood, number one. I really wish I can get into Spider-Man. I read, I tried reading 50 and it didn't, I couldn't get into it. I actually had to reread Miles Morales. Dude. And I, I mean, I didn't mind it at the end, but it was just kind of like... And for Marvel Comics, let's take a quick glance at some of the books that are, we got a couple of Spider-Man. It looks like uh, issue 52, Last Remains, uh, has a couple of various variants. And they also have uh, one of the Native American uh, tribute covers uh, uh, there. And there we go. We actually have come across uh, the cover of one of the X of Swords issues. Let's take a quick glance at what part this is. This is actually part uh, 15. So I'm trying to figure off where we might have uh, had left off. Uh, Marauders. We're supposed to... Marauders are supposed to be next. Yeah, yeah, Marauders in there. But I'm just going down because they're alphabetical order and stuff like that. Oh, man. Yeah. Two swords, two cups, one woman. Or no, it'd be one cup. Two. Yeah. Uh, Yep, that's uh, the part two. So that's why it comes out so uh, so quick. It's gonna they they quickly get into the part two aspect of it and stuff like that. And uh, that is a spilled cup of wine. Uh, this one does actually have. I think there is a. They they all come with variant covers. There are actually, two more covers. I believe this one should have been called a spoiler cover, but I don't think they even issue that as a spoiler cover anymore. We actually kind of looked at it a little bit earlier. The next two that I have for uh, Comic Book Wednesday is Hot Pigs. Uh, we're going to start with Strange Academy. The founding of the Strange Academy came with some gigantic risks. So far, the students and teachers haven't felt the sting of those risks. That changes this issue. Something horrible is bubbling up in the bayous outside New Orleans, and the students of Strange Academy are going to have to wade in and uncover an evil that they are not ready to handle. 32 pages rated T in shops November 11th, 2020. The remote learning one. And this is one that I've actually been talking about. I thought this one was kind of cool. This is one that actually dates to what's happening currently right now with the students. And I think this would be a great 
issue. And it also says remote learning variant edition. So instead of being like, you know, a certain thing, I think this is going to be one of those type of covers that are, that are going to relate to the time. Right. And they relate to a very specific time of what's happening with, uh, with the thing. I think that uh, Strange Academy has been a, a, a currently a really strong book. And I think that uh, you can't go wrong, even picking any of the covers and it, 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 it continues to remain a hot book. Wolverine. Now, Wolverine does have a special Phoenix variant. We're taking a quick look at this is X of Swords. It's X-Men. And this is part 16. It's actually the number seven. So there's that one. And then we have another variant cover, which is. Wow. Yeah. He's looking into his beard and then it's a. Uh, foretelling i guess uh for uh you know uh for foreshadowing type of a cover there he's he's got the power to read hops <laughs> <laughs> and then it ends up very i've seen this cover already uh I've, I've seen this one this is a kubert cover and i did see it i didn't i didn't know how to explain it i had no idea what it is but you actually have a lot of the the i didn't know at Everybody the time else's weapons they're all the villains yeah so this is kind of a very cool, a very cool cover. Uh, let's go ahead. If you want to check out the haiku of uh, Wolverine number seven. Endurance, survival, the true lesson of pain, parental advisory in shops November 11th, 2020. Well, with what we've been seeing with Wolverine, uh, the parental advisory, you, you can only now imagine. I mean, they've, um, they've, they've been showing free. a lot more. Yeah, they've been showing a lot of Wolverine the way we've always wanted to see him. Um, he was always seemed to be held back in the, the 90s, you know, because, again, the comics code and stuff like that. But the, the most bloodiest type of thing that we actually ever saw Wolverine when we were, you know, you know when I was following X-Men was when the adamantium was pulled out of his skin. And that was on him, not even um, what he's doing, but they were <laughs> that happened to him. But now, you know, the claws on the other foot, I guess. I don't know. That's that's what we have for Marvel Comics. We have uh, Wolverine number seven. All right. Now from Image Comics, we get to our, I don't, I don't know what you want to call it. It's the uh, the the different book, the, the one that's a little bit different. Uh, it's actually Planet Paradise. It's a graphic novel from Image Comics. And it is from uh, Jesse Lonergan. To survive after a crash landing on an alien planet, a vacationer must battle against a hostile environment, killer lizards, corporate bureaucracy, and the pessimism of her sole companion, the drug-addled captain of the ship, in shops November 11th, 2020. Uh, Jesse Lonergan, he came out uh, about a couple of months ago. He came out with a book called Hed Hedra. And it, it, this is a little, uh, little snapshot of what his artwork is like and, and stuff like that. It's very graphic. Uh, you're, you're, you're telling the story, so to speak. See, and I like this. You know what? This reminds me of Japanese artwork and mangas where you have very um, elaborate backgrounds, but very simplistic looking people. And I kind of, I dig that. I, it's a, uh, it's visually, you know, it's like, 
you you almost have to like off each other but it plays well yeah you have to take it seriously because it's not just like you know heck when i do my comic you know sometimes the backgrounds are just the wall and it's just a two-tone different color but here it's like uh you know and and this shot almost reminds me like of a eon flux type thing you have the i mean look at the the detail in the ship and stuff like that but then you see the people and it's real simplistic I, I i like it that's that's one of the the things you have to look at all the pages that they preview uh, the hands are something that uh is almost a focus like it it, it has a lot to do with hands like again if you look at the next page um click you know you see you know, the hand do, I mean, I don't think there's any hands in the ship part, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm in there. I mean, that's Taka Tika Tapa Tick. Is that like a Donny Cates type? Maybe an Easter egg. But again, look at the, look at the, the simplicity of the face, but then the, the intricacy of the control panels and stuff like that. It's, I don't know. I, I, I'd like to check this out because again, just, um, you know, it's interesting hearing the story, but the visually it, it's pulling me in. Not a lot of straight lines. It reminds me of the indie comics that, you know, we would see. And that's how you knew it was an indie comic, because the guy didn't it didn't have to be a very straight, you know, clean line. It's uh, yeah, it wasn't it's polished. Like, yeah. I mean, heck, that's Scotty Young's. Um, you know, trademark now, you know, that it, it's, you know, even when you watch him draw, you know, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't care if it's a, if it's a clean line. And he, he, and I noticed like the, uh, like parts right there on the, the shoulder pad, you know, there, it, it, I don't know, it, it's like they're trying to make it a little bit more organic than just, you know, a clean pick. And that is planet paradise uh to look at other stuff that he's done before there there was an issue like i said before it's called hedra and it had two printings so it actually sold out the first run it was a graphic novel in a magazine style format it was it was all just graphics very much in this in this vein uh he has very uh, unique style of uh that that you don't come across too much of this like you said you were you guys were making comparisons of other things that you've seen but if you were just to put it up across, uh, you know, a, a, a regular, uh, uh, regular books that come out on a regular basis, this thing really sticks out as something a little bit different than than the the norm that you end up normally seeing on that. And that is from Image Comics. Uh, just a little quick uh, note: Image Comics does have three spawn uh, reprints coming out. We got 309 with Gunslinger on the front. That is the third printing. If you don't have that one, that might be the one to pick up. 308 actually does have uh, Gunslinger spawn in the inside. That's the second print. So it actually catches you up on the arc of the reintroduction of Gunslinger spawn. And then, of course, you have spawn 310, second print, and then you have more uh, more more uh spotting of uh, gunslinger i guess like maybe a couple shots or something like that that's comic book wednesday for rip comics podcast now go out and support your local comic store and take a friend with you